0: There we go. Throw this bad boy on Facebook.
1: Man, signal for desktop might be the worst thing. Or at least oh, yeah? it has some has some kinks, I would say. Like what? Um, well, one of them is that it seems to like load messages from like the beginning of time. And, oh, uh, yes, that's right. Yeah.
0: We yeah. Know, there has to be a that way. Part. Maybe someone who's watching this could tell us there has to be a way that you can turn that off. So that Signal doesn't have to, every time you open it on desktop, it doesn't have to load every single message that you've ever sent, ever. received,
1: yeah. ever? in the world.
0: Because it takes like half an hour to open the program.
1: It really does.
0: All right. Getting this Let me share this out with the to
1: people who media. would want to maybe care about watching this on a Sunday. Sunday night, it's like. it's midnight for you isn't it i guess it's 10 o'clock 10 o'clock right in there okay do you go by maddie or do i just call you maddie
0: um people have always called me maddie since i was a little kid people
1: call me maddie yeah I, it's just like a Massachusetts dirtbag thing. Like, I just, I, I don't know. I just. Is it like, are you like it. saying it like a, like an Italian mob boss or something? I called, nah, I called Venmo Venny. Like, I don't know. I had just like, every once in a while, there'd be like a smell or something that reminds me that I'm from Massachusetts. Like, I, I might have just had Dunkin' Donuts or something like that. So I just fell in, fell into it for a second. That's funny. I, was, <laughs> I called Venmo Venny. Just, yeah, just dirtbag stuff. That's great. All right, folks.
0: Wait for a few more people to get in here. Got to kind of BS a little bit and feel some time. I like the way that uh, that Steven's studio looks. It looks it's very nice. Select. This is my kitchen. Yeah. My kitchen.
1: This is. Your kitchen? Kitchen. This is uh, yeah, this is my um, hustle and bustle uh, downtown. That's where some really good riots were. Um, I our, I went into. Um, I went live yeah actually I went live on on facebook because, you know i've um i had like a a career where you know certainly all my uh clientele for the most part was very progressive i would say you know and it's fine you know I'm very used to that but so I had always sort of more or less like played my my worldview sort of close to the vest um and uh it was like the it was like the day after um like this downtown area got all like tore, like tore up. And I just, I was so mad. And I, uh, I, cause I just, I saw, you know, I saw like the libertarians being, you know, like, ah, yes, we must, uh, we must hear the voices of, of the unheard. And, and, just, I, and I, I was about to ha- I was going to have either an aneurysm or I just went live in, uh, on Facebook and I, the, the name of it was, uh, fuck it, let's argue. And so I just, <laughs> this so I went, great. yeah, I, I, I went, um, I went around and I, I was just showing all like the damage and everything. And I was, I haven't watched it since cause I would probably, you know, I was, um, I probably lost a lot of Facebook friends over it, but, um, I, I, I started going off about like critical theory. I, I started just, just ranting and raving like a lunatic about how all the bullshit that they learned in college, uh, is is, I was actually, really, it was kind of ahead of the time. It was, it was, it was before I heard a lot of people kind of publicly saying it, cause I think there even were some people who were just like, ah, this really isn't cool, but we're kind of doing this, uh, we're kind of doing this police brutality thing that's getting some attention, so I don't know how much we want, you know, it's sort of, um, sort of some fence sitting going on. But yeah, I just uh I I went just I went bullshit. I would just go up to random people cleaning up glass of of their broken windows and be like, "Hey, just out of curiosity, do you have the uh, solution for um, police brutality in the United States?" You know. <laughs> as as I don't think people know how expensive windows when window, expensive windows yeah. are. They're not cheap. Yeah. You know? Anyway, yeah, that's my downtown.
0: Oh, that was great. That that's
1: funny. That's a very broken window right there. I remember that one.
0: The one that's that we can see through the window.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That wow. was super broken. Yeah. yeah, like triple, triple broken.
0: But but police brutality has been solved, right?
1: Oh, it's all worth but, it. It's yeah. a worthy trade. Dude, like, uh, 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 without without specific, there, I just I, I watched a poor business owner cry like actual tears cleaning up glass, and I, you know, I, if you have a decent sense for for people and whatever, you could just kind of see that that it was um that there was there was this just but i was one of the good ones you know like that that was what she uh was experi- he or she was experiencing at the time when she's cleaning up her, her window and it was it was rough it was a real it was a real reckoning for a lot of people i I don't know or i hope it i hope it was i hope it was then COVID. but here we are merry christmas like- what day is it <laughs>
0: <laughs> was that your merry christmas rant you said you had a merry christmas yeah. rant and you wanted to open things up with, oh, that was it? oh
1: yeah hot 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 take uh there is a war on christmas but it doesn't have anything to do with starbucks and it started before the guy who founded starbucks was even born. i could it could be a little bit more pithy but yeah <laughs> it doesn't no probably wouldn't quite fit on a meme no
0: it's not very good clickbait yeah so what what is the war of war on christmas that has existed oh, since
1: before then well if you're like if you're like me, um, you you probably kind of saw this amorphous political thing happening, you know, over, over the summer, um, with you know, culminating in like aforementioned, you know, riots and and whatnot. And I think people were trying to figure out, well, oh, is this is it? Was this communism? Is it what, what what's happening here? You know. Um, Is it this this thing cultural Marxism? Are you even supposed to say cultural Marxism anymore? I heard you're not supposed to say that. But Jordan Peterson said it. But people call him a Nazi. So maybe I don't know. Is it what is is, does saying cultural Marxism make you a Nazi? Yeah. Um, And it was trying to like everyone was kind of just trying to figure like what is this thing? This amorphous, weird, critical theory ish, communist ish, crazy thing happening. And um it was the video that you uh sent to me, sent to me a couple of days ago with um an Italian ph- not philosopher? Maybe? Yeah, yeah, he's probably a
0: philosopher. He was he was Yeah. He was a theologian according to James Lindsay. He was effectively a theologian
1: for the Progressive Faith. Mm. And that um and that really was sort of the missing link. In 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 you know to the you know previous uh, ideologies and kind of what we're seeing today. And the interesting thing about it was, I don't know, um, I, I don't remember hearing too much about time preference preference um, before kind of like hanging out in like libertarian circles, but I would hear it a lot. I don't know what the claim to fame is for libertarians and time preference. Um, what, did Hoppe used to talk about it? I think so, yeah. Okay, so, but- Rothbard you know, talks about I, it too. Okay, all I gotta say is like, you got nothing on these guys. You know what I mean? You just, you <laughs> <Yeah>. just like <laughs> when, when uh, it, it maybe maybe you can talk about it, but like this is a guy who was in jail in in, in what over the what period of time? Around World War One. Okay. The guy we're talking so, about is it, Antonio it. Gramsci. Mm-hmm. Yep. Continue. Oh me? Okay. Yeah. It, well, well I, I, you, you can probably take it over from here, but but you know it, he he really does seem to be sort of a missing link in um in terms of like the older you know, communist type ideas and sort of what we're seeing today. And you know, I talked to a, a lot of people who, you know, we're just trying to figure out exactly what it is. But once once you sort of listen to um this guy talk about um what would be necessary, um, it all starts to really make sense. And you know, the the Warren Christmas thing was this like it is explicitly stated um that that you need to go after um what do you, you call them? Culture center, centers of culture or, yeah. or something like that. You know, yeah. one was, one was, uh, you know, the family, you know, the nuclear, like the family. He, he was very explicit about that and also, um, also, uh, religion. Yep. Um, and so, you know, the fact that we have, uh, <laughs> the, the Pope that the Catholic Church has right now, um, <laughs> yeah, is you know, like explicitly anti Christian. Right, right, right. If, if, if you've been looking at any of, any of, um, you know, what, what that guy has been coming out with and just kind of going, huh, oh, it doesn't seem right. You know, it's just, just be aware. It's, it's very intentional. So like, uh, Starbucks and your Christmas, and your, your Christmas cups, your holiday cups, that is like, just like, I mean, that's part, that's part, that's part of it. Sure. That's just, you know, to, you know, that's allowed to happen to, you know, make people feel, I guess, demoralized. Um, or just a, a, anything that's, Anything that that um, serves as like just being a flex on the opposition, you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah, but yeah, but the yeah the 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 Starbucks cups, that's just that's just that's just so extra. You so know?
0: it turns out, it turns out that the Boomercons were right. They just don't they, realize you know, how so right tight. they are.
1: Yeah. Okay, uh,
0: yep. 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 So the the Boomercons are more in touch with. There's actually a lesson here. The Boomercons are more in touch with I don't know, like the heart of the culture, kind of, than libertarians are and there's probably nobody in the world that libertarians like to dunk on more than the boomer cons. but right. so neither Good one point, of them has right. the full picture the the they're they're each bringing half the picture to the to the to the crowd here and if they would just talk to each other and understand each other they would like they would see that if you take the 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 libertarian understanding about the ideal society and like how the, how it could be governed legally and you take the boomercon perspective on religion and the family and patriotism and nationalism and you blend those two together that's how each of them can fully realize the world that they want to live in but unfortunately the the libertarians are as bad on culture as the boomercons are on politics and so the result of that is that both of them perpetually lose even though they both don't realize that they both want to live in the same world, or that they would both be perfectly happy living in the same world together. So, but what happened? What just so happens that they are a mass against a, uh, I don't know, like a like a like a a, a behemoth, a, a leviathan of the the basically the entire left wing who are more than happy to work together on absolutely anything as long as it involves destroying the right. That's their sole purpose for being alive is to destroy the right and everything that the right stands for. And so for someone, so if you're, if you, here's, here's a good way to decide if you're left wing or right wing. If your perspective is, I don't really care what other people do. I just want them to leave me alone. You're right wing. If your perspective is anything along those lines, if your perspective is, I want everyone else to believe the way that I do. And you can probably talk me into doing just about anything in order to make that happen, then you're left wing. That's, that's, that's a really good proxy for each of them. Mm. So, so that's kind of one of the things that we want to get into, the, into the, sh- the show today. I was kind of a little, a little primer, and we're going to kind of set some groundwork for one of these ideas that I wanted to play around with. Um, so the, uh, the name of the podcast, the name of this, sh- this episode here is is deliberately uh, kind of provocatively titled, um, I think I, I can't remember exactly what I called it. I said something about how the GameStop saga, how the GameStop saga it, proves that socialism, socialism isn't just, a left-wing, idea. Isn't just yeah. a left-wing idea. So that's obviously that's intended to trigger uh, right-wing people and libertarians. And really the person who's triggered by that idea, by me saying that is someone that I don't want listening to the show. This That's someone I don't want to talk to. I want to talk to the people who hear that and they go, okay, say more like, What what, what are you trying to say there? I want to talk to someone who's who's willing to hear, you know, hear kind of a contradictory, weird idea, because I find that all the coolest stuff I ever learn is when I study contradictory, weird ideas. So it's not that I'm married to this idea necessarily. And I want you to listen to me. It's just that this if if this is something if you like contradictory, weird ideas, then this is the place to be. So. So yeah, so okay, as Amy says, don't forget to like and subscribe and uh and what she say, smash Amy. the subscribe button. Get it, Amy. Smash it. <laughs> She's uh Amy, we need our we need our, our cheerleader here. So she has to remind me to do all the all the like podcasty stuff because I just want to talk. So so yeah, so this is for those of you who've never listened here before now fourteen minutes into our stream, um this is a show called King Pilled, and yeah, you basically probably have a pretty good idea already of what we want to talk about. It's going to be politics. It's going to be culture. It's going to be history. Um, and we're we're we try to to talk about the, the the stories that nobody else tells about those specific things. We want to look in the area in society where nobody else is looking, because that's kind of that's where you'll find some of the best and brightest new ideas. And, and that's kind of the way that, that human societies work. This is how human societies arrange themselves. They start out with one person who finds a new idea and they start playing around with that and they go tell someone else about it. And that person comes and joins them and they get a third person. You get more and more people together all around this idea. And eventually those people form some type of an organization. And traditionally it's basically always been a religion of some sort. And then when those religions need to defend themselves, you get politics. And then that's where human societies develop from from there. So so then the rest of human cultural like anthropology is really just kind of a this narrative of a back and forth between the people who want to be left alone and the people who don't want to leave them alone. And eventually the the people who don't want to leave them alone will kind of like pester, 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 and they'll build and build and build until a war breaks out. And the other people it's kind of like the uh the episode of The Simpsons where, um, I can't remember if it's like Maggie or someone is poking Bart and he's like, ouch quit it. Ouch quit it. Ouch quit it ouch quit it ouch quit it so that's kind of that's the relationship between the left and the right where the left is constantly poking the right and poking the right and poking the right trying to get the right to lash out trying to get the right to react as like like a kicked dog the kicked dog eventually snaps and then that gives them the justification to put the dog down and each time they get the opportunity to put the dog down they get to to promote more and more of their power and they get to they're they're in pursuit of a utopian world. They're, they're not satisfied with the world that they live in. They wanna create the ideal world, and they're willing to do just about anything in the pursuit of that. And that's, that's basically the fundamental psychology of the left wing. Um, so our goal here is to try to talk to, in general, we wanna try to talk to right wing people. That's kind of, those are gonna be the people who are probably most interested in hearing what we have to say. But we wanna encourage right wing people to understand how left wing people think and how they work. Because once you understand how they work, that can inform you of how to act. Because ultimately, most of us don't really wanna see a totalitarian leftist state like taking over where we live. It doesn't really matter what your relationship to government is, unless you love it, then that's gonna be your, your relationship to it. It's like, I don't, I don't really want that. So, um, yeah, okay, so that's, a, that's kind of a bit of a background. I, was, I, was, I almost started going to monarchy, but we'll leave that for later.
1: So, so can what I, can I ask a go ahead, question go ahead. about the, the the left and right thing? And I don't know, maybe okay, helpful for me, but maybe uh maybe people who don't watch Ted Kaczynski videos all the time also <laughs> uh, <laughs> losers.
0: <laughs>
1: They're <laughs> not Ted pilled. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I I think I want to see if if I'm getting this right. Um, when when we talk about the sort of political uh i'm going to ask you a couple of questions all right um the political compass as it's understood today um left right and maybe even adding the authoritarian libertarian okay what purpose does that serve um presumably for the uh the church of the progressives presumably but if i'm wrong then who, who what purpose does it serve um to whoever else and then in terms of the right and left in the in in the way that you're defining them um is uh, did did teddy uh, did uncle ted uncle ted use that um that kind of global um kind of kind of left right political compass also and may and maybe yarvin also did yep. he use that one yep
0: okay Yar, yarvin's is that is that the left is chaos and the right is order mhm yeah and then, and then okay. that's pretty similar to what to what Uncle Ted worked with gotcha. as well. That uh, and it's it's it, that the chaos is there's this this perpetual tension between order and chaos where order is trying to um, order is trying to restrain chaos and chaos chaos is, chaos is trying to beat back order, and mm. you have to have the two of them in tension with one another. They have to they have to balance each other out because if you get too much of one you wind up with the other one. And if you get too much of the other one, you wind up with the first one. So they, if you have too much order, you create chaos ultimately. And that's actually, Mm -hmm. that actually segues into what we were gonna talk about here today with this was the, this right-wing perspective on socialism. And the, one of the ideas that I really wanna get people talking about and understanding is this idea of bio-Leninism. And it's a term that was coined by a blogger um, for the school of thought, the school of thought that we're describing here, this this like wanting to live in the same world as the right wing and libertarian people, but having a better understanding of how the left actually operates, that's that basically puts you into the camp of neo reactionary, um, and that's just kind of how those people are identified at the moment. They're, they don't they don't that doesn't mean that every single person who would fall into that camp necessarily subscribes to every idea associated with it. It's, uh, NRX for short. Um, but it's that that's that kind of is the broad term for um, like they, they try to use alt right sort of, but alt right is more expansive than there's two, there's more people included under the umbrella term of alt right than there is under the umbrella term of, of neo reactionary. So one of the one of the more prominent bloggers, his name is Spandrel, and he's the one who coined this term bio Leninism. It basically is a, it's kind of the defining trait of the left wing in America today. And really when people are saying cultural Marxism, when they're using that term, what they really are trying to describe, like they, They've they've attached their idea to a phenomenon, but they're not they don't totally have the, the 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 best hold on it. They just kind of recognize that there's a beast there that they're trying to understand and, and restrain. But like if you pull the curtain back and you see clearly what that beast is, that beast is bio-Leninism, and it's the ideas of Leninism applied biologically. Um, so a lot of this is built out of the ideas of Antonio Gramsci. And all of a lot of this stuff here, I, I had the I had the understanding of bio Leninism in the past. Um, I encountered it sometime last year, but this this the nature of Antonio Gramsci and his thinking and his work is really what that that was a that was a, a piece of the puzzle that I really got together here over the last couple of days. And it started with hearing this podcast from James Lindsay, and I need to find the. Uh, the name of the podcast name of that show here real quick cuz i want to give him credit new, i don't want to just new um new, new discourses. discourses yeah new discourses um and he he posted an an episode here just recently and it's it's got antonio gramsci cultural marxism wokeness and i think he says and leninism 4.0 because that's he yeah. he contends that that the leninism that we're facing now that that wokeness is leninism 4.0 he says there was lenin lenin was leninism 1.0 then stalin was leninism 2.0 Mao was leninism 3.0 and now wokeness is leninism 4.0 and and it's and it's really made possible by the contributions of antonio gramsci who was a an italian communist who yeah it's uh bio leninism it's so it's leninism with bio in front of it exactly like that wyman taylor bear um so so okay, so what is biolenninism, and when, where did it come from with with Antonio Gramsci? So Antonio Gramsci said he he took the Marxist view of the world, and he said that to achieve the 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 utopian the Marxist utopian paradise, you, you have to you have to take over the culture. He described this thing that he said was was cultural hegemony, which is where um you have like a specific idea that has hold of the culture, and what he said is that that capitalist and Christian culture that as long as it persisted and as long as it held a grip on the society, that there was no way that the Marxist economic system could ever be successful. What's up, Jonathan? Um, and so what he what he prescribed was he said that you have to destroy the culture. In essence, you have to break the culture down and then and then build it back up yourself. And you have to create a culture that's amenable to the Marxist ideas. And so it was then based on that that the, the postmodernists really built um, on a lot of his work because of that. And they started uh, he was drawing himself in large part from Hegel and who was an alchemist. And and so this is where you get this complete detachment from reality, completely deranged uh, like of system of beliefs, a set of thoughts. Because they're 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 just they're they're completely bonkers and they're completely divorced with reality. They're completely at odds with reality. But that's the thing. That's a feature, not a bug. Mm-hmm. It's by right. design because they're trying to. They're they explicitly trying to subvert the culture and destroy it. And what Gramsci what Gramsci said is that that has to be accomplished through a number of institutions, and he listed off the church as like first and foremost. The church and religion have to be subverted and put toward their ends. So there was the church, and then there was uh, the family, the nuclear family, and then there was media and education and law. That all of these institutions had to be basically purged, taken over and purged of their old ideas and Transitioned into this new, completely new set of ideas, and that it was only upon that being accomplished that they could then. He was he was a Leninist, so he believed in forming a communist party. He said it can only happen through a communist party that has to be formed by the elites because, um, you know the the, the elites they understood Pareto and the circulation of the elites, and the elites are the ones who are going to run the show. So. So that's Lenin's position is that there has to be a communist party and Gramsci was a leninist so he said that this has to be accomplished in in cooperation with a communist party and um and only then could they ever achieve the the utopian vision. So so Bio-Leninism then is this? It's 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 actually kind of a it's a it's a tendency almost, and it's an it's a tendency that's being seeded and exploited and and um, taken over by the communists in essence. And what it is is that is that human beings are status-seeking beings. We we strive for status. We want status because you're like on a biological like just just a fundamental scientific level, that's what your success will depend upon. Your success depends upon, the person who has the bottom status is, is screwed. They're never going to have people there to look out for them. There's no one helping them. They're completely isolated. Nobody likes them. They're not going to live for very long. So you don't want to be on the bottom rung of that. So all human beings are always constantly fighting this, playing this status game, trying to make sure that they aren't the bottom rung. What happens in a society, especially a capitalist society, is that eventually, the, the um, income inequality starts starts pulling apart, and and the 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 rich are starting to get richer, and the poor are starting get, to get poorer, which is a an application of this ninety ten law that the to who to he who has much much more will be given. This is just a law of nature. You get the law of attraction. All this stuff all all goes into that. So as the as the as the 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 the, the elites and the lower class get pulled further and further apart, eventually it becomes unfeasible for the lower class to transition up through the middle class and into the elites and so what they realize is that especially if, especially the people who are who are the least talented or the least likely to become um a member of the elite class so someone who's disabled someone who is ugly someone who um is uh as is like an alternate sexuality or someone who is so any of these um, sorts of like uh, like marginalized peoples all realize that they have no chance of ever making it to the top. And in a society that's meritocratic in any way, that rewards people in any way on that sense, these people are are never going to be successful. They're never going to achieve that status. So their only hope is to join up with other people who are like them. So basically, losers are drawn to losers. They have to work together and they have to um they they have to uh, to to join forces to to accomplish anything and be successful this this is their thinking at least and so marxism was targeted at people who are economically disadvantaged and was and it was basically that you you get this this uh the dictatorship of the proletariat so you pull together all the proletariat for the communist revolution that overthrows the bourgeoisie now in a in a society that's 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 differently class driven it's not necessarily less but it's differently class driven from an economic standpoint the new attack vector, the more successful the more fruitful attack vector for the 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 communists is to create a um like a a, a, a cabal or a or a, or a, or a movement of these people of the disadvantaged people. Especially because of socialism, because of the the story of socialism, because what it is is like if you're a successful person, then you're less likely to be inclined to the idea of socialism because you're like, "Hey, I can be successful on my own just put me just tell me the rules of the system, and I'll be successful I don't care what the system is, but then there's other people who are like you know i'm it's very hard for me to be successful i'm ugly i'm slow i'm fat i'm i'm dumb i'm not you know I'm not that smart, I smell funny, people don't like the people don't like me, I don't get along with people." Any of those types of things, they're like, well, I'm not going to be. I have to. It takes a very special, specific system for me to be successful. So they preach to them this message of the the idea of the socialist utopia, and and that ultimately that is the that's the that's like the 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 secret to their success. They have to band together. They have to join this communist party to overthrow the bourgeoisie and to to institute this this communist utopia. Um, so that's the that's so that's the idea of of bio Leninism. That's the this it's this this tendency of. The, the downtrodden to 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 join together to join forces and then with that to have the, the communist elites prey upon that tendency and and, and and go after these people and promise them the moon. Say just join our party and you know we'll take you somewhere. And they so here's the thing that, that Stephen was getting at at the beginning this this the, the high versus low time preference thing. These people plan. These people don't screw around they are playing the long game, the, the, like people who are prominent in Black Lives Matter right now were like like weather underground activists in like the 70s and even before that. And even like gener- these, these people plan cross generationally. Because fundamentally, this is actually a—it's a product of the Enlightenment. Ultimately, we're reaching the ultimate end of the Enlightenment. So these people are fundamentally in a, in a, in a root part of their brain—they're Christians. They're operating on a Christian worldview. They're operating on a Christian worldview that they've stripped God out of. It's—it's it's, for people who are familiar with the with with the with Protestantism versus Catholicism, this is the like the Reformation being taken to its end point. That they've ultimately reformed god out of their religion and they've replaced god with the state or with some sort of utopian vision of the state and it's and it's really that the state's responsibility is to bring about the fullest realization of of man in the image of god it's it's the it's the deifying of the self and bringing about this image of 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 the utopian man that's the it's 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 very Christian eschatologically. It's just they've pulled the they've pulled the God out of it. So it's very bizarre. These are very bizarre people. So um I'm trying to remember where I was going with that. So Bio-Leninism, Okay, it's, and so it's this tendency of the biolenists to of the of the people who are inclined to biolenism being being pulled in and weaponized and um you know indoctrinated by the the communists and this is this is why it's literally a religion it, this is this is has has all the traits of a religion it has um the things you must do to, for to achieve salvation it has blasphemy it has original sin it has it has like every every trait of a religion it has and the the for these people their religious leaders are um professors um media organizations media media professionals so when you watch like Rachel Maddow or Chris Chris Cuomo or Brian Stelter, these guys watch them through the lens, and that's actually that applies to Fox too. Tucker Carlson watch them through this lens. Imagine that you are a what was it in 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 uh, Hunger Games? You've been watching Hunger Games, right? I have not watched. Oh, you haven't watched it yet? Okay, no, so no, it's no, like the no, – yeah. I can't remember which district it is. It's like the District 11s or 12s or whatever, the one that Katniss is from. It's the the peons, the people who are the, 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 the poorest, most downtrodden, oppressed district. Imagine that you're from that district, and you're listening to the District 1 guy who says that he cares about you, describing the behavior of all of the other District 1 people who don't care about you. That's Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson is a minister. He's ministering to his flock. He's saying, I'm coming down from on high to give you the gospel, to teach you what other people believe so that you know what to believe. You know how to believe and you know how to act because I've informed you of the proper way. I've informed you of the way that people behave. This is, so that's whether you'll hear him say things like, um, this is what people are saying or this is what people are thinking. He's, if you already knew that, he doesn't need to tell you that. So what he's doing is he's saying, this is what's happening, therefore, this is what you should believe and this is how you should act. So the same thing is true on CNN or on on uh, MSNBC. All these people, these are ministers. Look at them as like televangelists preaching to a flock of people that are waiting for their message and waiting for their marching orders, waiting for their instructions. What do I do now? I go protest? Great. Let's go protest. Okay. What next? We need to, we need to call Ted Cruz's office. Okay. Let's go. Let's call Ted Cruz's office. All right. What's next? And these people, this is how, this is where they get their marching orders. They have it online too. They have journalists and stuff. This is, this is, this is the relationship. We're living, literally living in a theocracy and as mitch's moldbug says he's it's an atheocracy because it's a it's a theocratic christian atheist country this is this is the derangement of all this and these people if you want to understand them you have to go back to french and italian and german and russian thinkers of the 1800s because this is how long they've been planning this this is how deeply entrenched their ideas are we're in the middle of a religious takeover of the united states Right, we're being taken over by a mad religious cult, and you have to understand how they think. You have to understand how they operate, because when you do, you can protect what they're going to do. Are you going to say something, Stephen?
1: Oh, yeah. It's just, I mean, these are the 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 idea is that they are bring they they are tasked with bringing the kingdom of God um, on earth. Yes and they just extracted the god out of it. Yes, exactly. So and so like where there's that um where there's that that void um you know there's there's plenty of things that you can um that you can in, insert into that. And so it's it's really no co- like no coincidence that the people who are like very um that seem religious about covid um pro- probably they probably are. are. You know, there's there's probably, probably not a lot of like you know, super devout, uh, Christian, you know, actual Christians in there is because that, that space in their life is, is, is occupied. Yes. You know? Um, and that program's already out. running. Right. Exactly. So, um, but you know, that's an impulse that, um, that's an impulse that is in every human for the most part. So that's, that's why, um, it's very, it, you know, easy, easy that people can kind of grab onto it. Um, and with the, the sort you know, the sort of like underlings, right um you know the the underclass the the thing about people um in an underclass is like, like they don't have a lot to lose you know so they're willing they're willing to do various things um, so if we kind of if you go back to like you know the 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 destruction of of property and the riots and all that stuff um when you take over like an institution such as as the law you know you can see that um you know that that the progressives um uh, you know they they sort of do have this like rule this ruling underclass you know that does all the the, the dirty work for them um and then you get frustrated more like right leaning people who you know want to just simply go outside during um you know, during a, a lockdown, to, to 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 protest that idea, and you know, they are, you know, their businesses are shut down, they're fined, they're put in jail, um, you know, they're demonized by the media, they're super spreader events, and everything like that, and it just all of this fits together so well when you understand that this is this is the this is why they're taking over um, the institutions first. Um, you know, you could you could write to your heart's content, and um, you know, I think. I, I've heard the stories of of different towns, but even I, I talked to the, the mayor of my town face to face, and you know, you know, she straight up said, um, "Oh yeah, I think the police did a great job. You know, we weren't going to have them do anything with property damage because property can be replaced." You know, and it's it's um, right, yeah. So it's like you can ha- you can have discontented people on you know, say the left and the right, who don't have a lot to lose and might be pushed, you know, to do. Um, any number of, of things, but they're, they're, they're operating in, you know, systems that don't treat them even remotely the same. And it's all, it's all part of the plan. Yep. It's all part of the plan. So, so, I mean, even, you know, you obviously see what happened at the Capitol and, you know, people are, uh, <laughs> you know, people are going to go to jail for, I mean, it's, it's not, it's not funny, but I mean, if, if you, yeah, what else can you do? People, other, people yeah, you, you were pray. invited in.
0: Yeah, the police yeah. opened the door and invited them in and they're going to go mm-hmm. to prison this is right. this Absolutely. is how and and this is a feature this is a feature of this exactly. belief system so the, and here's where here's where the where the right just does not get it this is where they just get the shit beat out of them with their own arms because the hypocrisy <laughs> is a feature therefore you don't want your own people, you advocate for your own people to not receive the same consequences as your enemies. This is, this is war. They understand this is war. Their explicit goal is to subvert logic, to subvert reason, to subvert rationality, to, to subvert all meta narratives, because a meta narrative is a religion. And that's where you get politics from. And these, these people, their goal is total conquest. Total conquest politically, total conquest religiously. In a game like that, you don't hold any you don't pull any punches. You don't bar anything. you you go all out and you win. So th- because they've taken over the relig- they've, they've taken over the the legal institutions, and the, the way that they did this was through the universities because they know how people work. They know that if you need if you want to take over people and you want to control the way that they think, you go for their educational systems. So they, they infiltrated ed, academia for the last 60 years, 55, 70 years, something like that. They've been infiltrating it just one after another, populating it with themselves, getting up into positions of, of authority and the, the deans and administration and hiring their people. They've completely infiltrated it. They played the long game. And they said, we're gonna take over the entire academic institution, and then we're gonna start cranking out people that think like we do. And they'll jump at any opportunity to take any advantage. This is what we were talking about last week with AOC and Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz is more than happy to reach across the aisle and work with someone of the left wing when they agree on something. When he does that, AOC spits on his hand and says, screw you. And and and, and she will gain political capital for it because she knows how to play the game. The game is rigged in her favor explicitly. And right wing people go. And they start, they start like uh, trying to argue with these people and trying to reason with them. And they point out their hypocrisy. Look at this! You're so hypocritical. Well, in this case, you did this, but then you did this. And they're like, Yeah.
1: So, what are you going to do about it? I was oh, just, just wondering complain? how Nothing? many. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I, I, I was, I was wondering about, um, j- just about how many actual conversations or, you know, cumulative um, times. That's the biggest. What, is, what in the world is that that you're drinking? That looks massive.
0: It's a macho from Del Taco. Oh, okay. Oh, okay,
1: okay. okay, It's massive. It's way Uh, too much soda. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I was wondering just how much cumulative time was spent with very well-intentioned people, you know, hearing this crazy stuff, not really, not necessarily realizing that it's crazy by design, and you know, trying to, you know, let me sit down with my left-leaning friend and just, well, you see, uh, you know. I'm actually, I'm married to a black woman and and we have, um you know, biracial kids and, you know, that would, I know it doesn't make me guaranteed that I'm not racist, but I've certainly chosen to spend my life with her. And, you know, that person's just screaming, racist. And, you, you know, I just wonder how many well-intentioned <laughs> conversations were had over the course of, when did, when did, when did woke stuff start? 2010, 11, 12?
0: Yeah, 12, 12 13, 20, 14, 12, when it really started to yeah. kick off.
1: Okay. Yeah. So let's say twelve. Yeah, from 2012, you know, any any time through Trump, I just wonder how how many you know frustrated um, individuals there were just tr- trying trying to go that route, and how much longer that will continue, um, you know, where you're trying to use you know the the logics the logic and the, the logics the logic and the reason, um, you know, to, to to try to to try to bridge that gap. You know, this is you this is the
0: whole of- this is the whole practice of the Weinstein brothers. This is this is what they've what, what they've dedicated themselves to is that we're going mm. to we're going to try to reason with these people and we're going to try to persuade yeah. them that you can be a lefty but not be insane. And their approach <laughs> their approach is far more insane than the people that they're talking to. The people that oh, they're yeah, talking they- to are acting entirely rationally, which is the great irony. They want to overthrow rationality, but they're they're acting rationally. They're taking the best possible strategy to promote their views.
1: Yeah, what was what was who were they trying to? They're trying to put together a presidential ticket, right? And it was some former CIA guy, or something. it was just this the worst. I I I don't I don't know. I I felt. And I and you know no doubt you know they're 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 you know they're smart guys and everything like that and I I'll give one of them I get them confused but one of them I will give credit uh to for putting up a challenging idea that I now agree with I didn't want to agree with at the time but I think it was on a Rogan interview it was uh, one of the Weinstein brothers was um was on with Jordan Peterson and I think Jordan Peterson kind of had the view of um you know someone who is following the rules or, you know, kind of a good versus evil kind of a thing, um, and how I think he was trying to present the idea that good could win out. By it, My my whole philosophy, with, you know, with the nature of man and good and evil was that good would win out by a narrow margin. And um, the, the Weinstein brother, whoever it was, jumped in and just said, you know, no, on a long enough timeline, the person who um, who ignores the rules um, and is ruthless will will win out on a, on a long enough timeline. And I just didn't want to. I didn't want to believe that, you know. And especially when, if you look at it, when we see where we're at now, I still don't want to believe that. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Vasha says the unity ticket. Yeah. Supercentrism. Extra supercentrism, Yeah. 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 But, so um, but yeah, it, it was. It was just. He just put out there. He's like, yeah. He's like, you know, whoever the person who cheat, they're they're gonna win. Right. And and that's it. just um,
0: that just makes sense. Like you, you you like there's this this right-wing insistence upon thinking about this this hypothetical reality where somehow like people just act the way we want them to and the actual reality which we can just view all around us that you can just look clearly at. You don't have to abstract it away and evaluate this abstraction to decide what to believe about a situation. You don't, you don't have to take every situation and say, okay, now every single time this situation comes up, what would I do? No, just what would I do in this situation? Think that way. If you, that's all you have to do. Stop trying to universalize everything. That's a lefty thing. Mm-hmm. Don't universalize it. Focus. What would I do in this situation? If I needed, If this situation was the only one that mattered, if this decision was the only one that I had to make, what decision would I make? Because that's what you are doing. That's the world that you're in. You're in this world. You're not in a hypothetical world. You're not in every possible world. You're in this it world.
1: It is not that it's not the 10 people, you know, um that are involved in this uh video right now that have a society and have laid out the, the 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 groundwork and have um you know recruited, you know, the 2,000, the 10,000, the 100,000 people that would be in it um and kind of organized the way of, you know, well what would we do if if someone's falling behind, you know, financially, you know, um, you know, well, there would be charities. Okay, sure. Uh, that's not the world that we're, that we're living in. So we're, we're, we're about a million miles away from that. So the, the, you know, like you were talking about socialism, you know, for the sake, for the sake of, you know, not being necessarily just a left-wing idea. Is like, well, no, you, you just, you don't want, um, you don't want hungry, desperate people, especially, yes. you especially don't want hungry, desperate people that hate you. In are yes. are al- aligned with people who hate you. It's yes. it's I mean it's it, it's like you know I, I just with the whole you know we we talk about in or whatever people who are still on that um you know that the everyone has these ideal societies and in, in in principles and virtues and that's great but I mean even if you're solving a Rubik's cube you you often have to like you have to. Move away from having all of the same color on the side. Like it's there's a specific order, and it doesn't always. Yeah, that's a really good analogy. Like you're, um, like you're moving towards the end result. Right,
0: right, right. That's a fantastic analogy because you're. you're... I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, that's really, really good. good. That was, was that was good.
1: great. You,
0: you say fewer words than I do, but you pack way more meaning in each word that you say. So,
1: the. Uh, that's cute. Uh, you want to see some? I have an allergic reaction on my eye. I don't know if you can see it from there, but I just wanna, there's a hive. My hair's on fire. <laughs> see, there you go. I did that on purpose just for, uh, just for views or whatever. I was trying to show you the hive that's on my eye. I won't. Yeah, it
0: really does smell bad. The sound of your hair catching on fire. <laughs> yeah.
1: Is that the viral video that you wanted me to make? Oh, yeah. And Dave Smith, Dave Smith platforms uh, white supremacists. Uh, and, and I and I want to debate him on lines of liberty. Uh,
0: yeah. Oh, my God. That was hilarious. Thank you. Oh, man. OK. OK. Yeah. 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 OK. So let's let's get back to it. You were uh, you were on a, you were on a roll there. So. So I'll yeah. say a few words and light my hair on fire. <laughs> so the uh, that was exactly correct, though, that that. If you are, if you are creating a, a society where you have a, an underclass that's desperate, that's hungry, that's angry, and they hate you, the last thing that you want to do is promote that sentiment. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, so, so somehow, somehow there's this, this breakdown where right wing people don't realize just how close to getting kicked out of the car they are. And they're just like, they're like, oh, well, if I debate them a little bit better. (laughs) That's so fucking funny.
1: (laughs) That's the funniest shit ever. (laughs) Matt Messina is very smart. Messina immediately lights hair on fire. (laughs) God damn it. That's funny. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) Oh, sir! If we had T-shirts, you would get one immediately, <laughs> if not sooner. God damn! Oh is that my money. God! Holy shit! Oh <sighs> shit! We need maybe need an intermission. Oh man! All right, say I need a glass of wine. Please say something. <laughs> oh man!
0: This is the hardest I've laughed in a long time. Oh, that was fantastic. Whew, okay, 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 okay. Gotta pull this together. Oh, we're gonna have to dig that one back out.
1: Cheers. Cheers to that, oh, God. (laughs) Okay. All right, so I'm smart. I'm smart, smart and I say, yeah.
0: All right, ready to go. I'll, I'll just you're, you're smart yes, okay okay so 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 right wing people just don't realize just how close they are to getting kicked out of the car, and they still, for whatever reason, have this idea that the best thing to do here is to try to argue these people into the ground. You know, somehow, like it's like if you win one more argument, suddenly they're just going to change their mind. and for like what reason, there's like there's no they have nothing you pr- you provide them nothing. You aren't offering them anything, and this is especially true for libertarians because you're not just not offering them anything. You're literally offering them nothing. You're just saying your ideology sucks. I don't give a shit about what you care about. You should believe what I do. That's the libertarian message in a nutshell. So on one hand, they have these people with wealth and power who are promising them literal utopia. <laughs> if they just go vote. Or if they just go yell at their uncle on Facebook, or if they just go like put a put a put a a profile a, 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 a outline thing around their profile on Instagram, they'll get literal utopia where all of their needs are met and they don't even have to work. And someone writes them a paycheck where their their school is all free. Why do these people why would these people ever pay attention to you? or care about anything that you are saying to them. You don't offer them anything. This is where the right is just dying because they don't have anything to bring to the table. So the question is, what do you bring to the table? What do you fill that gap with? And that's that's where I want, that's, that's where I want this conversation to start. What do we fill that gap with? We fill the gap with a religion. This is what, th- there has to be a religion. I'm not saying there has to be a specific one. That's the next question. Next question is, okay, which religion is most adaptive? Which religion is best at bringing people together? And which religion is best at combating this ideology that's being foisted upon us? So that's, again, this is just, people want to make this a moral conversation. They want to make this like, oh, what, what, you know, what is right? I honestly, I don't really care what's right. I care what works. Because what does, if something doesn't work, then it doesn't matter if it's wrong or right. I mean, maybe you say, okay, just do the, do the thing that doesn't work. And you know, hopefully at the end of this whole thing, we'll find out what happens. Personally, great. Go, go for it. Do that. If that's what you want to do. I don't really subscribe to that because I don't know that I have another life other than this one. And I'd kind of like to make the most of this one. So
1: there has to be, go ahead. Yeah, when you were asking, you know, what, what do you fill it with? It, like, I, I started just kind of, like, thinking, what if we just really went old school? Like, I mean, just old school. It just, like, filled it back with God. You know what I mean? It's just like, 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 just God, just straight up, you know, God, no pretense of the separation of church and nothing. Just like, nah, God's back. God, God's That's back. Right. You guys yep. took him out and ran with it. And God is, is, is just back. God's um, punk now. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, it's, it was, it was that, that meme about, um, um, the fifth of November. It's like, oh, I I do want a you know a Catholic uh, theocracy you know, or, or whatever, <laughs> yeah. or whatever. But yeah, that's what we're, that's what we're rolling with. That's what we're right. rolling with. But yeah, 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 but yeah. It, it does it does have to be it does have to be spiritual because so you know that that logical progression of. Um, okay, I'm talking to people for you know the better part of ten years and using logic and reason, and they just keep calling me racist. And they're kind of being racist, but they don't get that they're being racist. Also, and and none of this makes sense. And it's so frustrating. Um, and then okay, so then maybe you know you listen to us for five minutes and you realize it's like no, it's a religion. Um, it just doesn't have God. It's like an atheistic religion, but not in like not in the fun like cheeky haha way. It's like no, it's a legit religion. Whether they know it or not, it's a religion. It's but, a religion um, that wants
0: to crucify non-believers.
1: Right. Like, yeah, yeah. And in, in, in they're, in they're looking at you and calling you racist because you are a heretic. Yes. You know? they, um, they
0: would crucify you if they could get away with it. That's what they're working on. They realize they're playing the long game. They're playing the long game. They realize if they just start crucifying people they disagree with, that's not an adaptive trait for their belief system. That's a good way to get their belief system extinguished. So they're not going to do it until they can get away with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 Five five years years. away.
1: Um, Yeah. So I remember I was actually out here, um, you know, like the day after. You know, I I don't know. It's interesting. It kind of keeps coming back to that, I guess, because I mentioned it. However, um, you know, what I I, I did have – I had kind of a, a moment of realization. A guy came. Long story short, a guy a guy came back and was just kind of ranting and raving um, about how he was falsely accused of breaking a window and such and such and such and such. Um, but, and, but he was going on this long sanctimonious, and I know coming from us, haha, long and sanctimonious. I get it. But um, um, you know, <laughs> it was it was this whole thing, and it, it, he was just using the moment. And, and if you had, I mean, half of a any kind of common sense. You could just see what he was doing. And then he he mentioned his SoundCloud. Like people had like the the video out and you know it was live. He was just very clearly and so but even before he but then he said he said, you know check out my SoundCloud, you know, whatever. And I just I just I just I just said this is an this is an ad, you know, and just huffed and kind of like walked away. (laughs) I got bum rushed by a cop. You know, I got pushed up on by and it was in that and i have it on video too i think maybe but um it was a separate live video it was it wasn't the fuck it let's argue video <laughs> um, if i might comment here yeah i might it was, it was i don't know um, it was an interesting live video on facebook that alienated uh, anyone that i know but um but it was at that moment i realized oh man they have they have the cops now they got the cops like you think it's just you know if if you have some bizarre idea that it's like, oh well, it's Hollywood and it's education and you know it's uh it's the news media, but you know the you know the cops are you know all
0: the people Trump, with guns
1: are on our side. So conservatives, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, wrong. They'll 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 do whatever, and um you know that's like at that point it's 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 seeded ground. Well, and here's the thing is that is that all these
0: people their mentality is oh, when it comes to it I'll just be able to shoot my way out. In essence, that's kind of the like from a 50,000 foot view, that's kind of like the conservative or right wing perspective. And when it comes to it, I'll just shoot my way out, whether ideologically or or literally or whatever. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. These people are well aware that that's what you think. So what they're doing is they're removing every possible opportunity for you to shoot your way out because they understand that a full frontal assault is a good way for you to make you shoot your way out. So they're not going to do the full frontal assault until they can get away with it. So Mm -hmm. by the time they make their move, by the time they snap the bear trap shut they understand that your foot is fully in it and that they you're not going to get away that's they're in the process of creative of bringing the teeth of the trap together now and in, and and, and, the, and the right-wing people are sitting in there like like debating with them about the the nature of what, what the idea what the best brand of bear trap is while they're about to latch it onto your foot
1: and so in order to combat that you know once you've kind of moved Past the idea of like oh logic and reason is not working in this conversation for me whatsoever um, you know, or in any in any way at all in, in dealing with what I've been dealing with you know for the past decade or even before that um, it has to be the whether you like it you, you have if you look at it um, if you look at it that you are a heretic to these people and they are fighting on a spiritual level even if they wouldn't say that whatever you decide to combat that with has to be on that level also it's not yes. going to be it's not going to be facts and reasons so the like when i was saying oh what, do we, what you know what do we feel that oh well what if we just do god straight up it's like okay maybe we won't do god like jesus christ church god but whatever 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 you do replace that for yourself in terms of what you're combating this with it has to be god now, what, what God is to you, that's different, but just no, I mean, it has to, it has to be God. Yes, yes. Other, otherwise, you aren't, you're not on any kind of level playing field whatsoever. I mean, you're just a dimension, um, away from them entirely. So, you know, if you looking at God as, if you look at God as like a, the, a mosaic of truth and virtue and wisdom, okay, then that's, you know, how, you, that's how you look at, at, at God, but, If if you're planning to combat this with anything less than that, I mean, just, you know, give up now.
0: It's, It's a spiritual belief system, and like you said, it has to be the only way you can combat it is with a spiritual belief system. So then again, again, using the same principle, you don't need to solve the whole problem in one go. Just deal with the problem that's right in front of you. So you have an enemy that wants to crucify you, and they have a spiritual belief system. So whatever you come up with to try to solve this problem, it needs to have a spiritual belief system component to it. So now you start thinking about, okay, well, what's the best spiritual belief system? What? Let me let me build this from the ground up. Let me start with this. Okay, so I know I need a spiritual belief system. What's the best one? So what, what would be the characteristics? What would be the traits of the best belief system? Let's break that down and let's come up with each of the things that we need. If you start thinking about this this way and start dealing with each situation on its face, rather than trying to come up with, rather than trying to take the situation and pull it out and say, okay, now what would I do to defeat all situations like this? You don't need that, because you're not facing all situations like that. You're facing that situation like that. This is the way that they think, and to combat them, you have to think the same way, and you have to build yourself up into a person that is either A, capable of rendering yourself immune from them no matter what they do, and that could include just not caring. If you just don't care, if you're not attached to anything, that's the black pill. People are like, I don't care. I'm not attached to anything. They're gonna do what they're gonna do. Whatever. I'm just gonna deal with it when it comes. That's one possibility. Or making yourself into someone who can defeat them, who can overcome them. So either make yourself immune to them, or overcome them. What do you? What is required to put yourself in that position? And that's where you then kind of get into the basically what you're asking is what sort of person does it take to live a successful life in essence so you've kind of you've kind of gone through politics you've backdoored into religion and then just sort of found your way into self-help which then leads you ultimately to business and once you get into business pretty soon you make a whole bunch of money and you get your way back into politics and this whole thing (laughs) is just this it's just daisy chained together all these ideas are all attached to one another. Cause, so, so go look at, look at Antifa arrest mugshots. Look at the types of people who are in Antifa who are being arrested. Now, go to them. Chinese people ruining this goddamn country. <laughs> <laughs> goddamn immigrants. You're going to get this channel deleted. Uh, yeah, yeah. Look at the... Uh, look at those people, look at the people in Antifa arrest mugshots, and think about going and talking to them about why they should be anti-Fed. Go have that conversation with those people. See what, see what describing the downside of the Fed, see what that gets you with someone like that. See how many words in you can get before you get Molotov cocktailed. <laughs> These are people who have nothing to live for. They have nothing to live for. Someone has given them a purpose. If you want them to stop trying to kill you, you need to give them a purpose. That's, that is where the right wing, that's where the libertarians need to be. They need to be in the business of giving these people a purpose, giving them something to do. And don't be the person who's there attacking the people who are trying to give them something to do. So if, they, if someone comes out and they say, hey, we're going to have universal health care. Recognize the political winds. When the political winds have changed, they've changed. You're not going to you're you're not going to fight that. You're not going to stop that. There will be universal health care. Now the question is, will people who don't want universal health care have some say and how it's implemented, or will they have no say and have it implemented entirely by people who hate us? That that's your option. So accept that there's going to be universal health care, and decide to try to make sure that it will like it's m- as privatized as possible or whatever or put yourself into business in such a way that you can survive a universal healthcare mandate and you can provide that service to someone. It's the least you, I mean, you're not gonna change the whole world by yourself, but you might start something. You might inspire someone else to do the same. And this is where you can start taking all these things, all the socialism, we're oh, there should be socialism. Never, just remove that phrase from your mouth. Do never spend any time arguing about how bad socialism is. You are preaching to the choir and wasting your time. Instead, focus yourself on making it so that people don't have any desire to call for socialism because there's a need for socialism. People want it because they think they need it. They don't know any better, but if you're gonna convince them otherwise, you need to have some sort of credibility with them. And just telling them that their shit sucks and that you don't want anything to do with it. All you're doing, you're basically just handing them the the empty bottle and filling it with gasoline. Like that's 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 in essence your the right wing's role in society right now. The right the right wing is is like, ideologically speaking, is like the guy who's driving around dropping off the pallets of bricks before an antifa riot. They're just providing all of the ammunition, and then but then they sit back and cry that they got beat up. Well, yeah, you got beat up because politically speaking you're a pussy and these people have been beat on their entire life and they want someone to beat on and because you're a pussy they're going to beat on you because you're the least threatening thing to them so when you come out then and you say oh well um you know that that person you know this this uh, all these right wing people are being canceled and i don't like that so within that left wing person they shouldn't get canceled either you know cancel culture is bad no matter who it's happening to that that standard is never going to be applied the other direction. And I mean, if you're in the business of trying to win a cupcake and like an attaboy and like being able to, to like write something nice on your tombstone, like he was fair to the people who wanted to kill him, then sh- sure, more power to you. But if you're remotely interested in being in the business of trying to make a difference or trying to improve the world or trying to, to somehow stand in the way of these people who want to destroy you and everything you care about, then – you need to be in a different business. You need to be in the business of providing something tangible to the situation. That's exactly where libertarians and conservatives need to be, providing tangible solutions and thinking about things intelligently. Recognize the situation and think about things intelligently and provide useful useful solutions to people's problems. And then you don't have to worry about bio You don't have to, when you have, a, when you don't have a disenchanted underclass that just feels like they're desperate and there's nothing to live for and they're just going to do whatever they're going to do, then you don't have to worry about socialism. Nobody's going to want socialism in that case. So you need to be solving that problem, not solving the problem of all the college kids want socialism. You've already lost that battle. That battle's over and done with. You should have been, you should have been fighting that battle when it was populating the universities with something other than devout Marxists. Once that happened, you lost the kids. The kids are gone. They're done. You're, you're not going to get them back. The only thing you can do now is try to catch them where they are and peel them off one by one and try to get them away into something. So you have to deal with each of them and deal and provide them a, a solution in their life, you know, whether it's, you know, giving people jobs or um, basically what it all comes back to is that you need to own a business. You have to, you have to be in business for yourself or, or at least high up within a business where you have hiring capability or where you can direct funding where somehow you can be involved in moving the money around. That's where this is where libertarians need. This is this pitch for the other podcast. Libertarians need wealth, power, and influence. That's
1: what it comes down to, and conservatives too. What would be the equivalent if you know if if we so if we somehow we took control of uh, of the opposition party and we just went we just went old school. We just went straight. We just went like this is the this is the party of Christianity. This is the party of Jesus, straight up and down, and we wanted to just move the Overton window just way the hell over. Like it, it, we talked about, um, <clears throat> oh, look at you doing that. That looks good. That's um, slick. How do you do that? Yeah. There's a little thing Is here that, that says add to broadcast. Ooh. Amy, um, for people who so, are
0: listening to this, Amy said she posted a Mother Teresa quote, I alone cannot change the world, but I can cast a stone across the waters to create many ripples.
1: And then she said, screw Mother Teresa. Right, yeah. <laughs> She's a nun, you can't um, do that. Right. Um. Yeah, she sounds cute, this Amy, this Amy chick. She's
0: she's like um, that. she's she's um, she's pretty so, amazing. She makes really really awesome babies. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you got to you got to you got to bring you got to bring him in for one.
0: Yeah, I oh mean, yeah, I should. It, it,
1: yeah, we have we have to we have to get to 100 subscribers at some point. Also, it would be an amazing goal to sort of do the subscription race against the Say, see what we can say to get cancelled. Because like, they <laughs> wouldn't cancel like a teeny tiny channel unless you're like really saying something, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just, it'd be interesting to see which
0: one like sort of plays out. Anyway, Like we get to push the, the, the envelope, envelope more and more the more subscribers we get?
1: Yeah. Oh, well no, I think, no, I'm saying like, you can say crazy stuff, but if you have two subscribers, they're not gonna bother with you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So just kind of seeing where that apex is of like, how many subscribers do you need? to say to you know to 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 uh be able to survive saying what, what this level of crazy because eventually you have to tone it back um but yeah so if i want we want to move our like our our catholic theocracy party um we want to use that to move the Overton window way over here in just a discussion like universal healthcare what would it be what i mean this is everything's on the table like we're going to clone ron paul and just have christian hospitals everywhere would that be the would that be the our stake in the ground way the hell over here have I think that the, with
0: it'd be something, yeah, something along those lines. It'd be, you, you, you'd, you you'd need to approach it like an engineering problem. Okay. So what we want is we want to maximize, um, we want to maximize all this stuff here. And you say, so, well, really you can't direct it from the top. Like you can't direct it top down. You can just create the opportunity for it to happen. And, mm. and this is, so I, I don't, I don't know what the solution would be, but. I think that the solution has to be. It's going to require a lot of money, for one thing, and so you're going to need to raise a lot of money. So you're going to need to do something that generates and raises a lot of money. Ultimately, this isn't going to be something that's able that that, that can be accomplished from a high like a top down federal level. It's not going to be something that you can you can do at that level. But if there's options in front of you, because right now. Libertarians and conservatives don't control any cultural power. They don't. They don't control. They don't get to introduce options to the scene. They just get to choose between the ones that are there. They need to be in the business of
1: creating the options down the road.
0: Creating the options really that will great. be available eventually.
1: Yeah. There were well, there were two really great quotes. Um, and yeah. And so when you say, I think eventually, and getting people used to the idea of like the the, the scale of time. Um, you know, that's involved. It just, you know, w- when we were talking about the fact that this guy's sitting in jail, um, what pre-world, world, world war one, writing what we consider to be the missing link of, uh, of, um, you know, ideologies that's even before that, <laughs> that we're seeing today, you know, I mean, just like this is going to eclipse our lifetimes, you know, it, it could be, because yes. even w- one of his, one of his quotes was, um, and this is world war one frame, um, socialism is the, socialism is the um opiate of the masses socialism is what must be used no no, no, no. he said he said that socialism i was trying to remember the quote and i wrote it down but socialism um is the religion to um conquer oh, christianity or something yes, like yes. that something close to that yes
0: like socialism is so, the ultimate
1: religion to destroy christianity yeah like that like so it's like this is deliberate you know what i mean and so in in in, in oof, because we do kind of talk about uh, religion, especially Christianity, quite a bit on this. Um, And I think there is a I mean, there's a good reason for that. I mean, they saw they saw that as being a real hedge against all this. And that it was a crucial um it was crucial for them to eliminate it. And, and, and in the case of, you know, Catholicism with the Pope, you know, they're infiltrating it. Um, and like all this critical theory stuff is every, everywhere, you know, it's, a, it's at your job, your corporate job, you have a corporate job, you, like certainly you've um, had like race sensitivity training and like whatever whatever other stuff that they've put into um, corporate America. But well, the other quote- Here's the thing to consider yeah. with that is that
0: if they, if the people who want to live in the exact world that you don't, the people who have made it their life's mission to destroy the world you wanna live in, if they said the first thing we need to do to accomplish that is to destroy Christianity, mm-hmm. then that should tell you that Christianity is essential for right. the life, the world that you want to live in, the lifestyle that you mm-hmm. want to have, the, the the country, the nation, the community, whatever, whatever world you want to exist in that, that matches your ideals, your values. That's it, it. It has to it has to involve Christianity in some way. There's some there's there's a. The, the the fact that it works is itself. There's it's like nothing is more true than the thing that works. So if it works, that makes it like like uber uber true. It's it's as true as it can possibly be because if it wasn't, it wouldn't work.
1: So which actually ties into what your wife is saying right now because another you know he was talking about destroying the family. And your uh, lovely wife uh, said another Mother Teresa quote: "If you want to bring happiness to the whole world, go home and love your family." Yes. So you know the, the the pillars that are like very overtly and explicitly being attacked. It's like those are what you want to make sure that you shore shore up. Yes.
0: Yes. That's exactly. That's you want to you want to shore up the thing basically in order that they wanted to attack it. Those are the things that need to be your priority and notice that the very last thing that they went after is the state so that should tell you something mm. about the importance and the necessity of the state it's the mm. thing that it's the thing that seals the deal once you have everything else but until you have everything else you don't need to bother with it because you're not going to accomplish anything with it
1: because everyone has heard the quote you know politics is downstream from culture Yes. But he actually the second quote uh, this the quote that he had was um in culture is downstream from education. Yes. So that's uh, like he they're laying out the blueprint. Yep,
0: yep. And that's so then that's where so if they're laying out so you have to reverse engineer the blueprint. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um okay, so that was I think that was basically the gist of what I had on my mind today. Um there was one other oh, so to tie it into GameStop. This was hey because <laughs> I was because was in the title. <laughs> um, there's there w- what you're seeing here. I think there's a strong impulse for a lot of people to see this and think that the oh there's one other story I wanted to touch on too. There's a lot of impulse here for people to see this as they they want to wrestle it into whatever their whatever narrative. And this is the same with every major story like this. Everyone wants to wrestle it into to, to, like that. Oh hey, this proves my story. This proves I was right. This proves that my vision of the world is the best one. And in this case, it's kind of interesting because the left has historically positioned themselves as the champion of the underdog. So they they, they are the, the, the role of the left in society is to advocate for the downtrodden, to advocate for the oppressed. And the role of the right is to advocate for the institutions. The role of the right is to advocate for the, for the structures, the, the skeleton they're the ones who provide the order the structure of the of the of the nation of the of the society well now you have what's ostensibly supposed to be the downtrodden the oppressed guy the little guy the the, the trader that that the retail trader with you know $3000 portfolio that guy historically would be the prime candidate for the left whereas the right would be the ones defending wall street but now we have the people who are doing this are from a wide range of of backgrounds, right? wide range of ideological backgrounds, but they're inhabiting a personality that has been established within our culture as the most radical of right-wing people. So a Reddit person, a Reddit user that's a troll that goes after the established power structures is, is is a, is a is a right-wing troll. That's what he's just, he's a Nazi, he's a he's a you know basically he's a Hitler lover, he's whatever. So now that that narrative they they have to try to force that narrative somehow. But everyone can see that they're explicitly advocating for not only the institutions but the most corrupt of the institutions. So they're they're there there's like nothing more right-wing than advocating for an institution that's 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 like necrotic and falling apart i mean like true right wing would be like oh the institution's bad we need to replace it with something else but they're like they're going as as far in their advocacy for the institution as they possibly can so they have to try to paint these guys all oh, these guys must be be white supremacists they often white supremacists and i think this is where they've gone wrong because what just happened was the left became the right and the right became the left and they've 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 swapped spots In full view of everyone. So now everyone's like, all these people who were like, Hey, you know, we're the, we're the downtrodden. We're the Antifa. We're the, you know, blah, 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 blah. They've realized that that wasn't actually the downtrodden people, that the downtrodden people were pawns, that the downtrodden people were the foot soldiers for the actual thought leaders who are all bougie liberals. They're all bougie, like Harvard grads. These are the people who who have who have populated communism into the country. They're the ones who are driving this bus. And that's that has has I think that this is where the tide really starts to turn. Because now suddenly all the narratives are going to fall apart. And they're going they're, they're having to get crazier and crazier and trying to hold the narrative together. And I really hope that these guys, I hope these 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 autists, as they call themselves, I hope they just keep <laughs> pushing this envelope. Because they're really there there has been nothing apart from the election of Trump that has pants these people quite like this whole GameStop scenario. But what this also illustrates to you is if you are the power that powers that be, why you don't want a disenchanted, angry underclass, because that underclass will stick it in your butt at their first opportunity. And that's what these guys are doing. And they, they have got them by the short hairs because they got them in the money. Now they're going to give them the opportunity to clap down even harder and they're going to. But now they're getting to the point where it's like you're forcing them to play their hand early. They don't want to play their hand yet. They want to hold it back until they've secured everything. But if you force them to play their hand early, it reveals who they are. And once you see, really, this is just a game of. Trying to get enough people to see what's happening, trying to get enough people to see who these people are, because really the vast majority of people and especially the vast majority of people who who have money, like the vast majority of the money ultimately would be against this if they knew what it was. But people are naive and well-meaning and gullible. And so they get sucked along. And these these communists, again, there's explicit communists. They play on the good nature of people who just are just like, yeah, I just want to go along to get along. You know, yeah, racists are so bad. You know, I don't want to live. I don't want to be around racist. Racists are really bad. And, and, you know, so this is the the Achilles heel. Nobody wants to be around a racist. Nobody wants to be associated with a racist. So they just turn everyone into a racist because this is what drives (laughs) everybody. I tried to mute
1: it. Damn it. I tried so hard to mute that. Oh, shit. (laughs) I was like, "What the hell is happening?" <laughs> oh, I was trying so hard to meet that. I just didn't. Oh, okay, <laughs> that was fine. Uh. Yeah, yeah, so someone, that's, someone here said um, um, Rush Limbaugh and Hannity uh, were cheering on, on GameStop. Game it was bizarre. And meanwhile, didn't you have um, didn't you have Bernie coming out to the defense? Of, I mean, <laughs> but like, what
0: he, he and Elon are trying to push this narrative where they say they say speculation has gone on for long enough. It's time for a capital gains tax. It's like yeah, okay. So all these guys who just took oh. on the hedge funds and made a crap load of money, now you're going to tax them even more. What is it that makes what is it that makes you think that that's that, But again, again here, okay, I'm getting I'm getting sucked into the trap. It's completely inane for them to do this, but it works. I just got sucked into the trap of of oh, it's stupid or how could they be so dumb? It works because people get focused on that, and they miss out on the opportunity that these people are pressing the flesh at every frickin' chance, and it's just a matter of time before they get it through. They've seeded the ground, they've seeded the territory for it, and by seeded I don't mean given up, not c e d e d, but s e e d e d. They they have seeded the territory. They've planted seeds that are going to sprout someday. Yeah, Elizabeth Warren was was um. Yeah, Elizabeth Warren actually came out in like explicitly caping for them, which is, Elizabeth Warren's a corporate lawyer. This has been her entire career. The dude's like, Mm. the the, the chick is like, the dude. (laughs) The the chick is like the most the most hypocritical. There it is, yep. (laughs) The chick is like the most hypocritical person in, in the business. But there's a reason that she's been as successful as she is because hypocrisy sells. You can get away with it if you're on the left because they will, to them, It's a sign of, of, it's like a, what what do you call it? Like a sign where they, they're, they're advertising to their own species. They're, they're like, uh, they're, they're preaching to their own choir and they're ensuring that they maintain their, their cabal. They will always, they will ride and die together no matter what. As long as you pledge fealty to the utopia, the leftists will ride and die together again, against all odds. They will, they will work together on anything. So then, this also should tell you the neocons, the Project Lincoln guys. These guys are working with the left. I mean, so so that should tell you something about neoconservatism. But really, like that's where we're starting to pull the mask off a little too much, probably. That's where we're probably starting to 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 venture into the territory that gets that gets this channel deleted. But that's now the basically the neocons are the bridge between the between Antifa and. Uh, What's his name? Klaus Schwab. That's your, right. that's your, or uh, Bill Gates. The neocons are the bridge yes. between Antifa and Bill Gates. Anyways, so it. I think that was, I think that was basically about all I had here. Let me see some of these comments real quick before we wrap this up. Um, go ahead. If you have anything else you want to add,
1: no, I, it, it's, I, I just, uh, i think I think the the answer is, more and more is uh is on a spiritual level um, I know that one of the uh one of the um one of the guys who who listens uh buddy of mine John he has um he started doing a, a youtube um, series called mind your Mind Your Business and I know he's really into meditation um I haven't gotten a chance to check it out yet, but I want to. Mm. I just found some really good chant music that I'm going to, uh, try to see if I can incorporate into, uh, in, when I, when I listen to that. But, um, you know, I, I've just, I've seen things like, um, Phil, Phil Bishop, mm-hmm. um, posted, uh, you know, just kind of out of the blue around the same time that, um, that, that I found a, a church that I started going to. He said that he hadn't been a church in years and he, you know, started going back. So I do think that there's an impulse, um, with people who oh lord p p plus one oh boy um <laughs> but i do think that I, I do think that people who um who are kind of in tune to what's going on um kind of kind of realize that this is uh, all right left and right aren't making sense anymore um the political compass isn't making sense anymore nothing's making sense anymore um we're talking to um you know with people who have um intentionally No commitment to logic and are embracing hypocrisy. This is spiritual. This is on a, on a spiritual level. And I just, I think, um, more and more, you know, people, people who feel lost right now or hopeless or confused as to what action that they can take. Um, you know, it is stuff like on a very small level, you know, it is taking care of your family. It is being a better person. It is aligning yourself spiritually. Um, you know, and it's, it's in, if you don't know what that means, you know, it, I think it's time that people have to kind of just dedicate some time during the each day to sort of come closer to figuring out what that is yes. um, or orienting yourself towards the good or, you know, finding seek wisdom and you'll find God. Well, what's God, you know, to, to, to you, what, 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 what idea are you, are you comfortable with? Um, you know, with that. And like I, I said, the mosaic of virtue and um, truth and good you know if that is something that that makes you come if, if you're one of these people who has sort of like and um feels like inhibited and doesn't want to um you know isn't comfortable with the idea of outright um pursuing god like you think of it as a as a man in the sky um you got to figure out what god is mm-hmm. to you because I, I i i more and more i think it's the only i think it's the only real um, long-term answer and we have a long-term problem.
0: Yes, that's a great way of putting it. The, 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 whether or not you believe God exists, mm-hmm. if there, if if God did exist, by definition, he'd be pretty important. And yeah. and really, regardless of of who or what God is or what you think God is, um, I don't even. I'm not even, you know, here to try to 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 persuade you, yet about about a specific God. Um, I just I want to implant the the demand i want to i want to reveal where you need it and it, and it's not just that you need it on like a personal level like oh you need to be saved There's, i'm not even saying it from that perspective i'm saying this from or we're we're saying this from from the perspective of the people who are up against you have a god and they're using their god to destroy you and everything you love so you need to find your god whatever that is what do you got <laughs> what I said, "What? So, what do you got?" Right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you got? What do you what What do you got to to go to go after them with? Because they're they're gonna be with their gods. So you better you better figure out how to use yours, and and ultimately you're facing a spiritual problem because this is a spiritual, a, a spiritual phenomenon, and so. You need to, you need to get, get right with the spiritual. Just become fluent in the spiritual. If for no other reason than so that you can, you know how to combat these people. Cause there's this funny thing that once you start doing that, once you become fluent in the spiritual, then a lot of stuff starts clicking. And this is where you might get yep. the law of attraction whenever, but everything, like things just kind of start working out. They start coming together. You start. Cause, cause really to, to, to memorize the spiritual, to, to get in touch with the spiritual is really you're getting in touch with reality. You're aligning with reality. You're, you can think of it as like you're, you're orienting yourself, um, in alignment with the source of truth, whatever the universal source of truth is, wherever truth comes from, you're aligning with that. You're trying to be as connected with reality as you possibly can. And once you do that, then everything, you know, everything, everything starts coming together. Everything starts to click, and then, and then a lot of this stuff will will become. It's it's like it's like uh, scales falling from your eyes. A lot of this stuff becomes really clear. Like you see the world
1: very clearly, and you see like the path forward really, really clearly. Um, Independent of the fact that I lit myself on fire tonight, and also couldn't mute my microphone and sneeze, and like had several <laughs> other mishaps. I will say that since I have been making conscious effort, and I'm just dip my toe. Um, I've seen things, uh, line up better for me. And so, um, you know, when, when I'm, when I was in this state of just like, what are we going to do? The world's over this and that, you know, um, this is hopeless. We're up against everything. And, you know, the advice is given to me, uh, well, pray, uh, find God, uh, you know, the, just these things. It's like, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about what do we do? Like, you know, what do we do actions that we do? Not just pray. Okay. I'm going to pray, but like, what do we, it's like the, the second I was able to, let go of that and like just dedicate some time to prayer and, um, in spirituality, um, independent of feeling better. I've, I've seen small changes and I'm looking, I'm looking forward to, to where they go. Mm. So, Uncle, ad- advice from Uncle Stevie Boy. Just a little, little <laughs> anecdote right That's there. That's good
0: stuff. That's good stuff. I, uh, I got to give a shout out to my little boy, to, to Eastwood. He's, if you're talking about like getting right with the world and like aligning yourself with spirituality, man, I mean, everyone who has a kid will This is like old hat to them, but it's and everyone who doesn't have a kid is probably tired of hearing it. But this is the type of thing that you say when you're when you're you know you, when you have a kid and you just had just had a kid and you want to talk about him. People just have to listen. And there is he he is. I was telling some people on the phone today while I was making some phone calls that that he is. Well, first of all, he's the best thing that I've ever done. But he is he is the um, he's a little mirror. I can like I can see it in him already. I can see him that he is just sitting there, just taking in every single thing and reflecting it back to me. So if if like if I, if I'm in a bad mood, then I I can sense he can sense my energy. He He connects to my energy and and he reflects it back to me and really that's it's it's there's nothing that's special about him compared to anybody else this is how human beings are human beings are mimetic machines human beings uh learn by by comparing themselves to other human beings and there's there's a lesson in here that that if you if you want to change the world you have to act like the person that will change the world because then other people will act like you i don't care who you are you have people who act like you and for me this having this son and, and suddenly realizing that i have a person that's in my in my house all the time who is entirely dependent upon me and is learning taking in every single thing that i do is just is just absorbing it and having it implanted upon him suddenly i'm like i don't i don't want all of my stuff to get implanted on him i don't i don't want my bad habits getting implanted in him i want I want him to I want him to be free to create his own. yeah, I don't want him to create any bad habits, obviously that's not that's not realistic. I know that he's gonna have some of his own, but i I just pray that he doesn't have mine and and it's up to me to ensure that he doesn't um but that's just just so so to like the thing that I've had to do is just is just I just try to focus on the source of truth, aligning myself with the universal source of truth, and I know that if I do that, then i I will know how to act. I will know how to behave, I will know how to live if if I'm connected, because truth is life. And if I'm connected with the truth, I'll be connected with the life. Um, let's go run through some of these comments here real quick and then we'll wrap this up. Uh Thanks, Wyman. Congrats on the baby boy. This um, is something my wife said. Amy said, I wasn't sure if God existed until we were in a room overwhelmed with spirituality and love. Then 11 months later, our son was born and I knew for sure God is real. And that was, the the moment she's talking about was kind of, it to some people maybe, we went to a Kanye West Sunday service, and it was a t- profoundly spiritual experience. That man is 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 tapped in. He is tapped into the source. He's he is straight channeling positive mm. energy, and and yeah. he's going to change the world. Like he's he's going to because you can't you can't channel energy like that without having a really uh, profoundly positive impact on the world um and i it's been a beautiful thing watching the way that it affected amy too watching her experience that and then over the last year i think it was year and year and like 13 months or something now um it definitely there's there's kind of like a before then before that moment and after that moment in our lives it had a really great spiritual spiritual effect on us um and then uh so wyman was asking about about people's one or about the 17s um and (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and that is that is I, I at this point I I kinda don't know what to believe. Um I, I'm willing to kind of believe just about anything right now, and so I'm kind of just in a holding pattern. I'm waiting to see what's gonna happen. I'm hearing a lot of stuff, and the the media is more um is more closed off and corrupt and and like deceitful than they ever have been. And so I'm I I, I think that there's I I don't really know how to talk about this stuff publicly. I I'll I'll just say that I I think that there's something that's happening. There's something going on behind the scenes. Um, There's there's not a uh, everything's not over, but I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know. At this point, it wasn't what I thought it was going to be, but it hasn't been made clear to me that there's nothing there. So I'm I'm I, I just don't know what the nature of it is. I know that there's something out there. There's something that's going on There's because there's. There's too many, um, influential, wealthy, focused people who are connected to this and invested in this. And, um, and, and and, 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 ultimately the truth comes out. And I, and I know that, that the, the P plus one thing is, is aligned, um, at the, at the core of it is aligned with truth. So I'm, I, I know that there's stuff that's going to come out. It's a matter of when and how. Um, so yeah, that's, that's basically where I'm at right now. And then I'm, I'm mostly just trying not to talk about it publicly because, because I don't feel like getting myself in trouble.
1: Um, yeah, we, we're going to see if we could get, um, um, dropped from YouTube, uh, before we hit, uh, a hundred subscribers <laughs> to being <laughs> too controversial, but I think we hit a hundred subscribers. Shout out to Corey, the hundredth. Nice. There's right one on. from the, there's one from the part of the problem, um, the old inner, the, well, the, 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 Yes, the the de facto uh, Facebook group that exists now. Uh-huh. And I just I posted a link just to let people know. It's like yeah, me and, me and Matty are talking. And nice. Know, maybe we'll maybe you get this, the idea. Yeah. <laughs> the, same, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> the same picture. Yes, very, very very good. I'm just going to take giving. all day's audience. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, Wyman. Well, uh, hopefully, not common consolidation. One thing I don't, I will say is that I don't. I people have been comparing it to that one uh, Russian operation. The the people's one thing to the that one Russian operation, saying, oh, it's the same thing. It was a honeypot to try to, to like lull right wingers into pacifism or whatever. That doesn't that doesn't even begin to make any sense. Number one, the whole concept of Fed posting exists for a reason. The the Feds aren't really into lulling people into pacifism. And second of all, what did people's one? What did it like? What did it prevent people from doing? Like, if anything, it would have prevented more people from marching on the Capitol, and that's a good thing because if we're talking about things that work, then marching on the Capitol was not a thing that worked. That was not a wise move, and there's a that, and there's a reason why it. Yeah, I don't want to. say, there, There's a reason why um there was only a certain category of people there was almost exclusively a certain category of people that was doing that um and the rest of them were dummies so they were they were a bunch of hillbillies um wyman says if we comment in the live chat about it does it affect things i'll be better if so sorry i don't think it does i think that you're probably safe as long as you're speaking in code like you were that's probably good anyways um it's we're coming up on a little over an hour and a half here and i have been talking all day i have Spent so much time talking to people today. I'm surprised I still have a voice. But I really want to go spend some time with my wife and my son before I have to go to bed. So, Stephen,
1: this was fun. I'm gonna fun. Go curl up in the fetal position. Uh, Why? No, well, without my wife and my kid. Oh, oh,
0: oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, now I feel bad. This is so, a joke. No, let's fine. get you I'm one. Let's kidding. get you one. Just
1: dark, dark, dark humor. Dark humor. <laughs>
0: all right okay all right guys thanks thanks a bunch this has been this has been uh king pilled and if you could like and if you if you like the show if you could like it and share it and subscribe to the show and then do us a favor like i said share it go share it with some people go in your in your different groups or your your telegram channels or on twitter or wherever you're at go share it go tell someone else about it and i would because One thing that Jason does, I'll say this real quick on wealth, power, and influence. He says to share it with someone who you think will like it, and then share it with share with two people who you think will like it, one person you think who you think won't, and who you think needs to hear it. I'm going to say, please don't share this with someone who you think wouldn't like it. I don't want to talk to them. I only want to talk to someone who's interested in what we have to say. I don't. I don't want to argue with people. I'm not in the business for of arguing. I'm not in the in the business of evangelism. I'm in the business of of preaching to the choir. I want an echo chamber, and I want to preach to the choir. So, so that's what that's what we want. Yes. Three people
1: who would just fucking love it and yes, do anything.
0: And if this. and if somebody wouldn't, if somebody wouldn't like it, then please, please keep them as far away from this as possible. We so don't, don't want them.
1: Don't share it on Facebook. That's what we're trying to say. <laughs> yeah. Do not share this on Facebook unless it's a weird group that's like days away from being deleted. <laughs> that's where you can share this. Or or
0: or as long as you have, a lot, as long as you only have friends who are cool. If you have any friends who are dickheads, then yeah, then don't share it on Facebook.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Have a good night.
0: Peace.